0: It says in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, Train up a child in the way that he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. See, See, you have a responsibility to train up your children on how to manage the wealth you are going to give to them. If you just give them the money and not the money management skills, that can spell disaster. When you can create a financial plan, though, that involves your children, you are doing God's work. As Christians, we were taught to be good stewards over our tithing and giving to the less fortunate. But when it came to our own personal finances and investments, we are clueless on what the Bible says. What does the Bible say about managing debt, leaving a legacy, investing, or even planning for retirement? We answer these and many other questions because we want to teach you how to be rich and righteous. this is your first time to the show we want to say welcome If you're coming back for another spiritual refill welcome back i am ab ridgeway and this is financial advisors say the darndest things welcome back i am ab ridgeway aka mr christian finance the host of financial advisors say the darndest things and my mom's favorite christian financial advisor As always, make sure that you subscribe so you're notified every time we release new episodes. And be sure to like and comment on this episode. It really helps with the podcast so we can continue to make great episodes for you. Now, traditionally, creating a financial plan is not a one-man sport. Even those who have no children or spouses still outline what they want to happen with their wealth after they pass. Now, this can include philanthropic intentions. An inheritance to a niece or nephew or even a close friend that they grew up with now regardless of your current situation whether you have no family members or ten beneficiaries it is important to establish guidelines and expectations on how the money is to be distributed and under what circumstances those distributions will be made so today I want to talk about how might we help families to purposefully Navigate the intergenerational complexities of family wealth dynamics and governance. Governance, in this case, being how we execute this financial strategy. So first, let's talk about the wealth transfer itself. According to recent studies, by the time that wealth is transferred to the third generation, 90% of the initial wealth is gone. So if you have a $6 million estate, then by the time your grandchild is done, it'll only be $600,000 left and that's a sad number and we don't want that to happen to you now can you guess what is the number one cause of this loss of wealth from generation to generation poor investment choices is not the answer taxes is not 60% of wealth is lost from communication breakdown and lack of trust in a family structure. So the biggest threat to your net worth is not the stock market or even investment decisions, such as how should you take out of your IRA and when. That only makes up about 10 to 15% of a loss of net worth. So the majority of the problem is the inability to communicate your purpose and intention to the next generation. Luckily, there is hope. Now, remember, we spoke about framing right in our last episode about cognitive biases and mental barriers. If 90 percent of the wealth is lost by the third generation, what does that mean? It means that 10 percent of households break this curse and they are known as legacy families or families of affinity. And I want you to be one of those families. And it starts with opening the lines of communication with a purpose. And that purpose is not going to be your valuables, but your values. Let me say that again. The purpose of that conversation is not to discuss your valuables, but your values. Those valuables are going to fluctuate over time. Things are going to be bought and sold. The valuation of those valuables will fluctuate, but what should remain relatively the same are your values and your beliefs. Now, now don't get me wrong here. I don't want you to have a big, huge family meeting, hold them hostage for nine hours as you break down your philosophy about money and when you're seven buying your first soda to closing your last million dollar deal. This process of sharing your values should happen over time based on your readiness to share the information and the receiver's ability to accept the information. I'm going to say that one more time, a little bit slowly here. The process of sharing your values should happen over time. And this process should be based on your readiness to share the information and the receiver's ability to accept it. This is an extreme example, but bear with me here. I have four kids and my youngest is a four year old. Now, I cannot expect him to understand the complexities around my estate. But just like a child, you're going to have to understand that some of your family members have not gotten the education. They don't have the tools. They don't have the resources to handle your estate and will need to acquire those skills in order to manage it appropriately and that takes time. With that said, here's a tip. When you are preparing your financial plan, I want you to identify the key advisors. I like to think of the financial advisor as a quarterback. You are gonna be the head coach. And as head coach, you need to put people in the right positions. You'll need a financial advisor to put the plays together. You'll need wide receivers like an accountant and an attorney. You'll need a special teams to handle your philanthropic solutions, and you'll need a defense to help protect you against taxes. All these people are different, but you are building more than just a financial plan. You are building a team of advisors that specialize in certain areas to maximize your probability of success. And we call it putting the right people in the right seats. Sometimes because we built a relationship, we lean too much on our insurance salesmen to give investment advice, or we lean on our attorneys to talk about taxes, or we lean on our accountants to talk about philanthropy. See, when we do this, it can be frustrating because they may want to help and, and they do have your best interests in mind, but they don't have the expertise to execute the plan from start to finish. Now, don't get me wrong, I understand. Every family has problems, but it's not about the problems. It's about what are you going to do with the problems? Basically, how are you going to work through it? And luckily, you don't have to do that alone. You know, we have your financial advisor, you have your accountant, you have your attorney, you know, you have your insurance salesman, right? All those people working together to make sure that your plan comes out the way that is intended. Now, I'm going to give you some tips on how to actually communicate with your family so you can talk through some of your beliefs some of your values and some of your attitudes when it comes to creating a financial plan the whole family can get behind now one of the first things we need to figure out in ourselves is how we show our wealth what is our attitudes our behaviors our identity our relationships and our approach to money now if i went too fast don't worry i'm going to break each one of these downs here so let's start with the attitudes, and the behaviors. There was a study done by Jumpstart Coalition for Personal Financial Literacy in 2011, and they asked a group of students, where did they learn about money? Now, 90% said what? That they learned about money from their, who? Their parents. And surprisingly, when parents were asked, where did their students learn about money? 87% of them believed that they learned it from school so your attitudes and your behaviors around money are a key component for preparing the next generation to inherit your legacy sharing stories of your childhood your first experience with money your greatest losses and your greatest wins will help your family understand your perspective now let's move on to identity what makes you who you are Do you have a middle-class mentality with upper-class wealth? Do you identify with the ultra-rich or do you consider yourself impoverished? Many new investors who are first-generation wealth creators have difficulties balancing the new skill sets about money that they have to implement while still staying connected to their middle-class roots. You know, money doesn't just bring opportunities, but challenges and having someone to help you navigate this is crucial let me say that again money doesn't just bring opportunities but challenges you know money is a two-way street and with the privilege of wealth comes responsibility also the relationship transitioning to the new world from the old world requires new skills and perspectives this is why you listen to the podcast because i address the monetary and non-monetary issues that you won't get on the news or on Facebook it is a balancing act when it comes to relationships not to allow money to enhance or undermine relationships because if money is the only reason they love you when it's gone will they still love you and will your new wealth cause resentment for those who don't have it you know emotionally dealing with these issues sometimes goes beyond an advisor And we have to seek some professional help from a therapist. But in either case, when we can identify the problem, we can start working on the solutions as soon as possible. And finally, the approach to money. Does your family take risk? Do they see money as an infinite or finite resource? Do they not value a hard day's work? Do they have a prosperity or scarcity mindset? Being able to understand their perspective and align it up with yours, you can find where there may be some gaps and incorporate tools and resources to fill them to increase your probability of successfully passing on your legacy. You know, it says in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, Train up a child in the way that he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. See, see, you have a responsibility to train up your children on how to manage the wealth you are going to give to them. If you just give them the money and not the money management skills, that can spell disaster. When you can create a financial plan though that involves your children, you are doing God's work. On the next episode, I am going to talk about the estate, how Christian investors create them, and we'll also talk about the family system and education plans opening lines of communication is just the beginning we will be taking a deeper dive as we prepare you to be amongst the rich and the righteous i hope that you've been blessed if you've enjoyed this episode be sure to like to comment and to share also if you're not subscribed to our podcast go to www.abrwealthmanagement.com backslash podcast and join our family. And as a thank you, you'll receive a free gift. And if you need help building your financial plan, information to speak with a Christian financial advisor will be available right after the show. So make sure that you stay tuned. Well, that's it for me. I am A.B. Ridgway, Mr. Christian Finance himself, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. I hope that you've been blessed as always. This episode was created by A.B. Ridgeway, owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management a virtual and in-person fee-only advisor that believes that financial advice should have God in it. If you need help figuring out your finances, feel free to reach out to us at 337-414-3686 or visit our website at www.abrwealthmanagement.com and schedule a free consultation. New episodes are available every Friday, so be sure to subscribe. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite platforms, Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and more or simply visit our website and join our family. I am A.B. Ridgway, and I'll see you on the other side of your blessing. Elijah Warren Ridgeway is an investment advisor representative and owner of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor which produces a podcast show and makes it available on his website and through other distribution channels. Elijah Warren Ridgway and any guests on the podcast are providing their own views and opinion are not necessarily the views and opinions of A.B. Ridgeway Wealth Management. Nothing on the podcast should be construed as solicitation or offer or recommendation to buy or sell any specific security. Investment advisory services are only provided to investors who become AB Ridgeway Wealth Management clients pursuant to a written investment management agreement. Clients of AB Ridgeway Wealth Management may hold positions and securities discussed in the podcast. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk and may lose money. Financial advisors say the Darnestine podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied on for any investment decisions. Instead, please consult a financial advisor, accountant, attorney, and or conduct your own due diligence.